My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today. We have a really exciting interview ahead of us. The guest I'm bringing on, Chad Osinga, he's a speaker and resilience expert. He teaches leaders how to overcome turbulent times. That's his expertise. And he is the host of the Legend of You podcast. He is on the mission to help 100 million people uncover the legend within themselves. Welcome to the show, Chad. Thanks so much for taking the time of your day to jump on. I, it's such a pleasure having you. How, how are you doing today? I am fabulous. I am so excited to be here and so thankful that you had me on. Absolutely. So Chad, you know, before we dive into any topics, do you mind, uh, like we were talking earlier, I I know a little bit of your story and I'd love to share it with our listeners. I think it's really powerful. Um, if you're open to it, I'd love to dive into that first and foremost. Yes, of course. So I'm from Virginia and my mom was addicted to drugs far before she ever gave birth to me. I think it was because of the the drug use, uh, I ended up having complications and I was born with herbs palsy. The left side of my body wouldn't work. So she took a little hiatus from the drugs because the doctors gave her ultimatums and said, hey, your kid's never going to use the left side of his body if you don't use this time frame to help him. However, once I started being able to use the left side of my body, she went right back to drugs and it got really bad. She got to the point where all of her money went to feeding the addiction. I didn't have any guidance. I didn't have a dad in the picture. So the drug dealers that were serving her actually started living at our home. They were burying drugs in our backyard and using our home as like a base camp. So by the time I'm 14, I'm not going to school. I'm hanging out with these drug dealers. I'm selling drugs for them like you know, the, the, the biggest nightmare for a kid you could probably have is it was my life. And at 14 federal and state law enforcement ended up raiding my home. My mom went to federal prison. They sent me to go live with family in Oklahoma. It was supposed to be a positive situation for me. However, it was not, they abused me physically and mentally. And I did that for about 18 months before I ran away. I ran away I got back to Virginia. I made it all the way back to Virginia from Oklahoma. So I was a pretty resourceful young man. And my mom ended up ODing on drugs. She ended up passing away over time. And the damage was just done. I didn't have a lot of guidance. I didn't know where I was going to go in my life. Just lost. I ended up not knowing what to do, but I met this, this woman who is my wife today. We've been married for 19 years and together for 24. And she changed my life. She believed in me. She gave me a belief and a love that I just never knew before. So I ended up joining the army so I could be a better man for her. In the army, I ended up becoming a sniper, a combat applications instructor. I taught everything from all four branches of the military to FBI, U.S. Marshals, 
SWAT teams, you name it. I had people flying in to come train with me. Enjoyed the, the job greatly, but I ended up suffering an injury in Iraq and I went off of a roof head first. Ended up not being able to complete the duty the way they wanted me to and they ended up retiring me at 10 years. So at the 10 year mark, my whole life has been about the military and I was just lost. In between this time, my family had a lot of issues. My daughter had a stroke and my two youngest kids had autism. And so we had a lot of personal issues in between this time too. And now I'm suffering these physical, you know, uh, injuries. So my wife had a lot in her plate and I'd started riding motorcycles to cope with my mind because I was just not doing well. Once I retired, I just, I had a lot going on and kind of the, the straw that broke the camel's back when I was forced to retire. And in 2018, today's actually the four year anniversary, a young man on his cell phone blew past a red light. Didn't even touch his brakes until he hit me. I was making a left turn and he blew right through me. I ended up going into a guardrail. Uh, and I, you know, of course, survived because I'm here. But it took me a while to recover. It took me a while to get my, my bearings back. And in 2020, I decided to face the fear of riding motorcycles, get back on a motorcycle. I think that I'm doing it right. I have five, five of my good friends with me. And I'm on I-95 going south in a minivan, not paying attention, swerves over and hits me again at 65 miles an hour. I ended up flatlining that night twice. I've had, I'm actually going into my sixth surgery tomorrow. And it's been a roller coaster. I had to learn how to walk. My name, Mr. Tenacity, came from all of this because I just keep coming back and bouncing back from setback after setback. The doctor said I may never walk again. And if I did, it would take me 18 months. I did it in five. So I'm used to fighting the, the status quo, if you will. But that's a little bit about uh, me. And I, after these injuries, I knew I had to a purpose. And, a, you know, there was a reason I'm alive. So I, as I was in the hospital, because I was in the ICU for seven days and I was in the hospital altogether for 14. And during that time, I faced me as a person and I came just to this understanding that I was on this earth to use everything I had been through to help other people. So I dove into mastering myself, mastering my mindset so I could get myself right. And then I set this lofty goal of helping 100 million people. And I've been on that quest ever since. Ted, thank you so much for sharing that story. I just want to say like you have gone through it all and it's incredible. You know, so many people would use that as, you know, a reason to, you know, go down the wrong path or, you know, have a little bit of a pity party. And I don't hear any of that from you at all. Like the fact that you come back so much stronger every time and like you, you keep facing those fears after it almost seems like one thing after another has been happening to you. Yeah. You should be so proud of yourself. Honestly, it's incredible. Yeah. And for anybody listening, if you're going through a whole bunch of stuff, it's because your, your calling or your uh, place in this life is humongous. That's, that's the only reason you're facing what you're facing. So just keep, keep going, you know? I, I, I agree with that. I read somewhere and I can't remember where, but 
it was talking about like if you you're going through one thing after another you have like bad things are happening no like nonstop and there's a reason for it it's because like you said you're calling you have so much uh, potential there's so much um destiny that you're gonna you're gonna reach it it's just like putting you almost through a test you know yeah. and um because you're strong enough to get through it like yourself and yeah, now that, you're you're helping other people like it's incredible. Yeah, it's it's it really is. It makes everything worth it, you know. And there's nothing greater than relatability. It doesn't matter what you do when your product or service is impacting lives and making a life better. It makes all the hard work that you've put into that thing so much so much more worth it. Right. Right. Yeah. Chad, thank you. Yes. So tell us a little bit about your business right now. I mean, you touched on it, but do you mind diving in a little deeper of some of the services that you offer and how you deliver? Yeah, definitely. So I am a mentor and a coach. I do a six-month program for groups, individuals, and businesses where I basically believe that in order to get the results that we want, we have to change what's going on on the inside. So I have a six-month course and uh, Bob Proctor, if you know who that is, he is he was my mentor and uh, he is actually a part of this program. He, ha he has videos laced in throughout the program and we teach uh, our clients how to have that change within themselves. So that way they can begin to achieve and gain the results they want in their business or in their personal lives, depending on what they want. And I also do a long-term service where it's like more of a mentorship. There is no end date. And for that, it's it could be personal or business. It depends on the client, but I find out where they are. I find out where they're trying to go. We figure out what is in the middle that's stopping them. And we come up with a roadmap and I hold them accountable and I allow them to hold me accountable. Um, I've been through a lot. I've seen a lot and I know what it takes to find success in almost any genre that, that you're in. So, um, you know, we work together and, and we figure these things out. Um, and I found a lot of success. Again, a lot of my stuff is mindset and resilience and that inward journey, because I believe that's where it's, you're going to cap out. If you don't change what's going on on the inside, it doesn't matter how good you are at a thing. Eventually you'll flatline or plateau, if you will. Uh, if you don't change what's going on inside and that includes your paradigms or your way of thinking your habits. And so I, I deal with a lot of that, a lot of paradigm changing, a lot of uh, that internal struggle that we have within ourselves. Incredible. Incredible. We need more people out there in the world like you, like this is something that people need in their lives. So it's amazing to hear that you're one of those people out there yeah. that they can refer to, you know? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about the, your favorite, you know, your favorite uh, service that you offer. I mean, what's your favorite part about the coaching? I, you know, when, when they get to deal with Bob Proctor, I think that that's probably my favorite thing. One, Bob, when I, when I couldn't walk for those five months, I was, I stumbled on Bob Proctor. It was a YouTube, random YouTube video, and I could not stop watching this man. I downloaded all of his videos, ended up making him my mentor and becoming a consultant uh, through him because of what he was teaching. It was so life-changing. 
And I believe that when people get his experience, yes, I mean, you know, put me to the side for a second. This man has been doing it for 60 years, 60 years. I mean, his mentors were Earl Nightingale and, you know, it, it, it doesn't get you're getting the lineage of like Napoleon Hill. Right. When you when you get this man. So the quality that you're getting and then you get my life experience and you get a modern day look at the world from me. But you're getting a double whammy. And I think that I really enjoy it because in six months time, I see clients just make quantum leaps in their business and in their lives. And it is so amazing to see that because everyone thinks that it, it's going to take six years when yeah, I'm not saying you're going to get everything you want in six months. Right. There's always room to improve and room to grow. But the change that does happen is incredible. I love it. Now, you mentioned mindset and mentoring. What would you say has been your biggest inspiration, you know, um, when it comes down to mindset and mentoring? Just because I, I know it all starts within the mindset, right? And it's so important for our listeners and for myself even to hear coming from such a successful person as yourself, if you know any inspiration that you'd like to share with us. You know, mindset is everything to me because I lived it. I, you know, people listen to my story and they think that I'm just this guy that just bounced off the walls and didn't have rough days, but there were days where I cried and because I couldn't walk and I couldn't do common things. I mean, my, I'm going in for my sixth surgery. Yeah. Tomorrow. And so it's like there, there, my journey has been laced with struggle, but the mindset, my Bob says, if you don't like the picture, change where you're standing. Basically, if you change your perspective, you change what you're looking at, right? And so, and then we can go a little deeper. Napoleon Hill talks about finding that seed in the midst of your obstacles or your hardships, and that that seed would be equal or greater to whatever you're you're facing. And that has been true in my life. No matter what I faced, that seed has been always greater than whatever it was that I had to suffer to find the the seed. The problem is, is that the seed is small. You have to be looking for it. So if you're focused on the problem, if you're focused on everything that's wrong, you're going to miss seeing the importance of the situation. But if you're focused on that good thing, what, what am I here to learn? What am I here to take away from? Then you will find it. It will grow in your life and it will pay dividends like like no other, you know, investment that you have in your life. So mindset to me has been crucial. It has caused me to walk when the doctor said that I wouldn't. I mentioned my daughter. They told her she would never walk, talk or eat ever on her own again. And she does all of that. She's 17 years old now. She works at the YMCA watching other people's kids and she trains service dogs. But she did the impossible, not because she's better than the next person, but because she fixed her mind on what she wanted to be and do. And she's been able to attain those goals because of her mindset. Right. And so that's just the power of our mind. And if we can channel it in the right way, man, there's no limits. We are the limit. We put the limits in, on, in our lives. Right. So that, that's why I believe so much and so heavily in our mindset. 100 percent. Me, too. 
Yeah. Love, thank you for sharing this with me. I mean, you, like I said, you've been through so much and you go for your sixth surgery tomorrow and you're here today. Like you're, you can see it, that your mindset, yeah. you're, you, oh, you're, it's just incredible. I'm so happy you're able to make it on. Um, and your daughter, like yeah. achieving the impossible, you know, right. no matter what the doctor said, no, congrats on you yeah. too. My yeah, gosh. Thank you. You are, yeah. you, you gave, I mean, you and your wife gave birth to a, um, a legend. A legend. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about persistence um, being key. I think you have so, a lot of value to add behind that. Yeah. You know, it's the gatekeeper. I I really believe it's the gatekeeper. I believe that any really successful person has had to be persistent at whatever it is to, to achieve long-term and sustainable um, wins in their life and success. So if you ever heard that saying, you know, I quit right before the breakthrough or we quit before that, that, you know, that win, and I believe it's really true. Uh, I, I think that the universe, whoever is in, whatever you believe in, whoever you believe is in charge of this grand thing we call life, I believe that they're looking for us to be persistent, to show that we're going to go forward, even when it doesn't look good, even when we're tired, when things are just not looking the way we want them to look. And that happens a lot as an entrepreneur. I saw this picture and it was like a, a glacier and you know on the bottom was all of these trials and tribulations and at the top was success right and you have to get through all of these things just to get success but above the water is just a little bit of the journey and that's what everybody sees everyone sees the success everyone sees people winning but what they don't see is the 20 30 years that they were investing in themselves and becoming who you see today to get there. So um, I, I believe that it is the gatekeeper. And if you're not willing to be persistent, then you're not going to really have a sustainable success in your life. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any examples of how you like kind of incorporated that into your life with the persistence? Um, <laughs> if you want to dive into any of those. I I have a plethora. I mean, you know, you we can... When it comes to, okay, so the becoming an entrepreneur, you know, people might think, oh, well, you have a good story. Everybody would just gravitate to you. It doesn't work like that. You can have a great story. You can have um, quality that you provide, like real quality the world needs and no one cares. They don't care. You, you are going to have to be persistent. So when I first became an entrepreneur, I thought at first, well, I've been through this, that, and the third, you know, I, I was a sniper. I did this, I did that. People are going to want to hear what I have to say. And they didn't. Right. Yeah. Like, and it is a bummer, man. It can really take the, the wind out of your sails really, really quick, especially in the beginning. And so you have to be persistent in that thing. And that's why I, I talk about having a North Star. Uh, you know, what I, I talk a lot about direction trumps destination, because if we are going in a direction, it's not about a, a place, right? We're going to keep going and keep going. I'm going in this direction, period. The places that I get to stop along the way are just bonuses, 
right? They they just little little pieces on uh, of candy drizzle on the the entire ice cream cone. So we have to be willing to fight through all of these things because we know that this is our calling, this is our destiny, this is what we want out of our life, and it doesn't matter what it takes. We're willing to put the work in, and so me becoming an entrepreneur, me learning how to walk. If I had listened to the doctors, I would still be in a wheelchair right now talking to you about how my life sucks and I can't walk. Another, but I'm not. I I have everything from my knee to my pelvis is fake, but you're not going to hear me highlight that. You're going to hear me highlight the fact that I walk and I move and I take my kids to King's Dominion and I do everything that they said I would not be able to do. But that takes persistence. It does. You're not. It's not going to just come to you because you want. You want it. There. If that was the case, we would all have a whole different life, right? So it, it's not about what we want. It's about what we're willing to work for on a consistent basis. Love it. Love it. And I like yeah. how you said. You know, you don't. You don't highlight the bad stuff or the things that they say that you cannot do. You're highlighting the things that you have done and that you are going to do and that you are doing. <laughs> and and let me. Let me oh, oh, let me let me add this uh, real yeah. quick as well. Everyone, you know, we have this environment right now. This that's really rough, and everybody's freaking out about the economy and you know what's going to happen and this and that. But I come from a school of mentors that talk about creating our own economy. We create our outside by creating our inside, by putting in the work internally, by staying the course to our dreams, having a focused definiteness of purpose and staying the course to that, regardless of what our circumstances might look like. Though I don't allow these circumstances to dictate what I can or can't have. Again, alluding back to what I said in the beginning, we put our own limits on us, right? So if we're willing to take the limits off, we can have anything. In every economy, there are people winning and there are people losing. You choose which one you want to be. Amazing. I, sorry, I'm taking a while to respond because I have to write oh, yeah. that down. It's just oh, so amazing. The things that you're saying, it's so true. And it's just stuff I don't want to, I just want to be able to refer back to, yeah. you know, so yeah, yeah. love it. Yeah. So let's talk a bit about the podcast. What were your yeah. intentions behind the podcast and where is it at today? So uh, it's the Legend of You podcast. It's on all major platforms. It's all about everything that I, I stand for. And I believe that there's a legend on the inside of each and every one of us. And it goes back to my hundred million uh, person goal. So everything I do is to meet that number and to accomplish that lofty goal. So the podcast is just another vehicle uh, for me to reach people and to help people and to inspire them. And I have a maximum mindset Monday episode every Monday's where I, it's just me and I talk about different things that, you know, are on my brain and I feel like are important. And then every Fridays I do interviews and those interviews range from people who have gone through personal hardship to people that have found success in business. And I've even had people that uh, have fought narcissistic relationships and now they're thriving in life because they learned how to disconnect from that and they found success. So, I try to bring people on that can touch different different areas of life because different things are entrapping different people. 
And I want to be able to hit as many of those things as, as humanly possible while I'm on the podcast. But it's funny. I started this because I was death. I can speak on stage. No problem. Because I had to teach so many people in the army. I was, I'm just used to speaking in front of people, but getting on a podcast like this with a camera, like right into my face, it was just weirded me out. And it took me a year to start the podcast. Took me a full year. I was laid up and I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I would give myself a whole bunch of reasons why I, I would suck at it or I would record it. And I'm like, man, I look funny and I sound funny and this is just all weird. I don't like it. And I would delete it. And then one day I just got fed up and I took my own advice. You know how like sometimes you preach a lot to other people about how you should live your life, but you're not really taking your own medicine. So I took my own medicine. I went into my garage and I recorded, I think it was five or 10 episodes like back to back, just, just poured my heart out in five and I just uploaded them. I didn't care what they sounded like. I didn't care if anyone listened to them. I was just going to start. And it's, you know, of course, progressively gotten better and bigger and, you know, built into something that, that I'm very proud of today, but, and I'm still new, you know, I, it's only been going for about six or seven months now. So I'm still fairly new in the podcast space, but I, I'm really enjoying it because I get to connect with different people and impart into them, but I also get imparted to into as well by my guests. So it's, it's a great thing. Incredible. And so you do Monday's solo episodes and, yep. and Fridays are the interviews. I yes. love it. And you're not alone with that. Like, Oh, I sound funny or oh, what am I doing on this episode? Delete, delete. Or, you know, honestly, I'm everyone I talk to and I kind of ask that question. A lot of them have the same story. Yeah, they keep putting it's... it off because they're trying to make it perfect, but then that just leads to um, procrastinating and yeah. it just doesn't get done then. So I think literally everyone feels the same way when it comes to first yeah. starting a podcast and then we get over that hump. <laughs> yeah. yes yes and then, and then yeah. it's yeah it's like whatever I don't care yeah yeah right yeah. so I love it and how, how does it tie into your business do people often that you interview kind of end up joining into one of the programs or tell us a bit about that yeah so uh, I do a call to action um I ended up getting a podcast coach and I yeah. love him because he ties in the entrepreneur side of what I do into this podcast, because listen, if you can monetize whatever you're doing and make it worth your time and your effort, you should. And so uh, I do a call to action. And, you know, one, I think one powerful thing is you're creating connections. And so just that alone is a great way to network and build clientele and uh, just future connections in business. It might not necessarily be a client in your program, but you might do future ventures together. Uh, there's a lot of different avenues you, you can take when you're meeting all these different people from different walks of life and different sides of the entrepreneur walk. So it's it's real cool in that aspect. But then I do a call, call to action and uh, that allows my listeners to tap into what I got going on with my mentorship. Um, and even when you do that, then you can get referrals from them. So even if they're not interested, let's say they set up, I do a free strategy call, right? Where they can call me for 30 minutes 
and they can give me an issue that they're struggling with. And in those 30 minutes, I'm going to do my best to give them some guidance to help them get further in their life in that situation. They might not vibe with me and that's okay. Not everyone's going to vibe with you. I think that as entrepreneurs, we feel like, well, my service is great and everyone should like it, but that's just not true, right? We don't like every product or every service. So uh, you, they might not vibe with you, but you might get a referral. They might really appreciate your, your information and be able to use it and then say, hey, I know somebody who would love to connect with you. And then you can get you know, more clients through there as well. So that's kind of how I use it. I use it organically and just allow it to develop the way it develops. And like I said, a lot of that is through guests and then through referrals from uh, people that sign up for the 30 minute uh, strategy calls. Incredible. Yeah. And the opportunity opportunities are just endless having a podcast, the connections you can make worldwide. Yes. I just talked to somebody uh, in Australia right before I got on here and you know, yeah, we haven't even uh, set up a time for her to come on the podcast. And we're already talking about working with each other on the entrepreneur side. So it's, you know, and that's what I'm saying. Like these, I do a pre-call usually to get to know my, the people I'm, I'm interviewing just so we're vibing. I don't want to, and that's the other thing. If you start a podcast, once you get to a certain point, you want to protect your audience. Don't just bring anybody on. So it's good to have some form of vetting system and, you know, to each their own on how you do it. For me, I interview them like on a, through a zoom call and I just talk to them and see if we vibe, see if I feel like their message is legit and pure. And if it is, then we go from there. But a lot of times you get business and, you know, uh, you can spread your entrepreneur journey through just a pre-call. Right. And you're so right. Like it's, I don't know if you notice in our applications, we decline 80% of the applicants and it's not that they'll never get on, but it's just, you have to be sure that they're a fit for yourself. I mean, for what your, your podcast has is looking for and your audience, and you just want to make sure it's a good fit. Um, that's just the way it goes. And it's important, yeah. right? Because their time's valuable. And so is, so is yours, right? Amen. Amen. And, I, I it may agree. not be a fit. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's not, a yeah. fit, that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. not like people have to stop wearing their heart on their sleeve. It's not personal. Yeah. It's, they're trying to protect you and they're also trying to protect themselves. So, you know, just take your feelings out of it and understand it's business. That's it. Exactly. Amazing. So Chad, tell us your desire and focus for 2023. Anything in particular? Well, I, you know, it's honestly just staying the course that I'm on right now. I, I will be adding a marital podcast. My wife and I are going to start our own podcast. I, I, man, I'm, we had two names that we've narrowed it down to, so I won't let, let the names out just yet because I'm not, 100% 100% percent sure which one we're going to do, but we'll probably start with a, a episode a week and it's going to, going to be focused on relationships and whether that's you're married or you're just, you know, dating uh, your spouse or I mean the person that you're, you're connected with, uh, whatever that looks like for you, we're going to, you know, talk about what that looks like and how to have a thriving marriage. You know, too many times people, they find mentors that aren't time tested. You know, we've been doing this for 19 years and we're happier now than we were when we first got together. So that's a testament to 
just our relationship. So we're going to start that. Uh, and then everything else is, you know, speak more on stage, you know, expand that, expand my message and just really uh, try to reach that much more people this year. I mean, this coming year, I mean, that's really staying. I'm also going to publish a book. So I'm, I've been working on a book. So yeah, I, I'll be, pro- I'm hope hopefully by the end of next year, I'll have it all edited and ready to publish. That's the goal. So yeah. I love it. Yes. I yes, mean, yes. you definitely should write a book with the story <laughs> that you have and everything that you've been able to overcome and, and your persistence. It's just incredible. Um, that would really touch a lot of lives. So I hope that I hope it all goes well and I can't wait yeah. to get the book when it comes thank out. You, thank, you, thank, you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You betcha. Yeah. So Chad, thank you so much for today. This yeah. has been absolutely amazing. Such a pleasure to have you on to share such a, you know, be so vulnerable and talk about, you know, your hardships and your story. Um, I mean, that was the most relatable thing that you can do on a podcast because and that's what I want on my show. So exactly what I'm looking for. So thank you. And yeah. and talking about, you know, you're not focused on what they say you can't do. You're focused on things that you are doing and what you can do. So love it. And that's exactly what I wanted to have on my show. So thank you. And if yeah. anyone's looking to connect with you, what would be the best way? So mrtenacity.com is my website. And you can also check out my website, or not my website, my podcast on on the website if you don't want to go there the legend of you podcast is on all your major platforms and then facebook's just chad Singer. you can look me up by my name and i'm there hanging out doing great things so i would love to connect with you i'm a regular person it doesn't have to be weird just send me a message and we'll talk incredible thanks so much chad thank you group you're welcome group If you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on just like Chad Osina did today to talk about your journey, talk about the podcast and business, please go to top100interview.com. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much, Chad. Catch you on the next one. Thank you. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.